Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to a second Garibaldi Red podcast of the week after we look back on Arsenal. Uh, now I'd like to be joined by world featherweight boxing champion Lee Wood and massive Forest fan. Lee, thanks for joining us. Um, world champion, that's pretty mental. Is that, has that sunk in yet? <laughs> yes, mate. Um, long time coming. Uh, you know, I've had a crazy last two, three years of my career. Um, it's all happened in a short space of time, so it's all been quite surreal. We sit here now. Well, the last time you were on, you were kind of teasing your world title fight against, um, is it Zhu Kan, the Chinese fighter? Uh, and, you know, you, I'm sure you surprised a few people there and won the belt. Now you've got a fight against Michael Conlon in, in Nottingham in March. How's it, how's it shaping up for you? How are you feeling about the fight? Yeah, I'm extremely confident. Uh, my old mentor, Brendan Ingle, bless him, um, Back in the day when, you know, it was I was coming before I even made my pro debut, he used to say to me, um, winning a world title is hard, but keeping one is harder. So, you know, all this come since the start of this company, my mentality is, you know, he's coming to win his world title. This is his world title fight, so he's bang up for this, you know, he's gonna give in everything he's got. But at the same time, I don't wanna be that kid that's remembered as won one and lost it straight away. So, you know, everything that I put into that first camp to win it, I wanna go one better this camp make sure I keep it. I was saying before we started recording this, reading up on Conlon, I mean, he's got a great pedigree, he's got a great record, he's won an Olympic medal, he's obviously a massively talented fighter, but he seems to have quite an ego. I mean, reading his quotes, he seems to think he's almost won the fight already. What, what, how are you viewing him as an opponent and uh, do you take any offence to that or not? No, no offence. He's confident. He's very confident. Um, he's been managed very well. So it's not false confidence because, you know, he's, he's won the fights. He's had to win the fights. But um, you know, I don't want to downplay him because when I beat him, if I downplay him after I beat him, it's going to be like, well, you said this and you was right about this. I'd rather him be that knight in shine. I'd rather, rather him be perceived as that really good fighter with the um, Olympic medal and world amateur champion. Because um, then when I beat him, it's going to be... It's going to taste that much better. It's going to look that much better as well. I think we were saying how you, when you were on before, you know, you started off fighting in Nottingham Leisure Centres. Now you're fighting in Nottingham Arena, a venue that's hosted, you know, Frotch's fights, biggest acts in the world. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, it's one step closer to my dream. You know, I want to, I want to be the first ever to headline at the Forest Ground, and um, I need to do a number on this kid to to make that happen. I've come up the hardest way uh, in professional boxing. You know, small hall boxing I wasn't signed um by a big promoter you know I didn't sign a multi-fight deal with a big promoter when I first turned pro um I was selling tickets to to pay for my opponent and pay for myself sometimes I didn't get paid um you know so I've, I've been there and I boxed for free um I boxed and trained in the gym when I had nothing coming up all year round I was in the gym when I wasn't getting paid I was in the gym when no one was patting me on the back and these are the things that he's not had to do he's not had to um fight for free. He's not had to train with nothing, nothing not coming up. 
no promoter backing him, no one there to tap him on the back. And I've had a dad take him to the gym. I've done everything off my own back. And you know when things get hard, that's when that's when it matters because I know I can pull myself out of dark place. I know I can pick myself after a bad round. I've done it in my in my previous fights. I've done it in my life many times. And that could be the difference on fight night. I was looking at the odds. The bookies have got um, Conlon as, as favourite. Do you quite like that, I take it then? From what you were saying there, you like having yeah, a point to I've been on both. I've been on both sides of the fence where I've been favourite and I've not been favourite. And um, my mentality is the same. Um, I try to keep in my head, like, not. I'm, I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm champion and I'm entitled to win. Like, my mentality is, it's sort of for grabs. My mentality is I need to make sure I'm beating him. So it's kind of like a challenger mentality, you know. Instead of thinking oh, I'm champion, I'm, I'm I'm better. It's not and that's not my mentality. This, you know, lose this fight, I'm way back down to the bottom of that ladder again. And I don't want to go there. I've worked too hard to get here. So now, like I said before, I'm working harder than I did when for when I won the title. I won the title on six weeks notice, five weeks of training. So this time I've got more time to prepare, gonna be a better version of myself. And this stylistically could be could make for a more exciting fight. Has life changed at all since you became a world champion? Has, has anything changed for you? Uh, yeah, loads of bits and bobs change. Um, but the way I live hasn't changed. You know, I'm still down in Essex. I'm still training down here. I still see my family and my kids at weekends. Um, I get recognised a lot more financially, obviously. I'm in a lot better situation, position. But like I said, my mentality has not changed. I've still got a lot more to achieve, goals to reach. Um, obviously, new new year, new goals. Um, more things that I'm looking forward to and, and hope to achieve this year. Like I said, the, the city ground is the city ground fight is still top of my priority list, and I really want to tick that box. And I need to win this fight to to take one step closer to that. Were you a bit gutted when it wasn't the city ground? And there was even talk of you know Madison Square Garden and all stuff like that. Were you a bit gutted when it was the arena or or not? No, not in that arena. It's going to be a right wolf pit. I know he's talking about bringing thousands of Irish over, but. The Nottingham fans will turn out and turn up and make noise. You know, as soon as it goes to box office, I'm expecting big numbers. I've already, like I said, I've already done bigger numbers tickets than I've ever even come close to doing. Maybe four times, five times already. Um, they're not even giving me any more ringside because I've done them. I've done everything I can do. They won't give me any more. I've got people fighting over them. Um, I like to let people down, and I'm trying to get more. So um, we'll see. You know, it's it's going to be a wolf pit. And that Nottingham Arena is a right little wolf pit. And, You've seen the Frotch Butte fight, Frotch many times at that arena. The atmosphere with the Nottingham people is unbelievable. And um, I can't wait to hear that on fight night as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah. when it got announced, you know, I wanted the city ground, but in May, with the weather, it was never really going to happen. Um, I was I was crossing everything and hoping and wishing, but it was never really, it has to be a summer fight. Due respect to Belfast, it's a massive boxing city, and I'm sure he will bring fans over with him. Do you think he's underestimating the kind of, Passion of the Nottingham boxing crowd for yourself and the, the history of the sport in the city. I'm trying not to read into too much what he's saying. Um, he may be, he may be thinking that he's going to come over and take over. That's not going to happen. But I will say that now that it's not going to happen. Um, he is downplaying the fight. He knows this is an hard fight. He knows what is involved and he knows what he's up against. I don't need to say it in the press conference. I don't need to say it to him. He knows. Um, and he, was, he said a few comments, but um, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, work my ass off and get the job done. How do you deal with the pressure mentally? Like you say, I mean, 
boxing's not like football. If you lose a match in football, you've got another 45. You lose a fight in boxing, you've got to claw your way back up the, the ladder, haven't you? Is that, that must be a pressure, a mental challenge for you? Possibly, but every fight's the same. Any fight on your way up, you lose, you boom, you're down. Um, I've had this pressure at Nottingham Arena before. Um, I wasn't headlining, my friend headlined, but I basically was headlining. You know, the, the turnout and the, the arena was full for myself. Um, and, I, and I performed. It was punch perfect. Same again this time. Um, just my mentality, when the pressure's on, you know, pull it out of the bag. It ra- I raise my game. I'm not someone that falls under pressure. Um, same with the challenge. Same with my last fight, you know, short, short notice, um, five weeks of preparation, and I pulled it out of the bag because I was just extremely focused. And that focus is what's got me here, and that's what focus is going to win me this fight. What's the team around you been like? Because I've said you changed, you changed trainer fairly recently. Are you feeling the the influence of your new trainer? Do you feel like it's a step up that's really helping you out for this fight? One hundred percent. I wouldn't be here without Ben. I wouldn't have won my last fight without Ben. I probably wouldn't have won my British title fight or looked as good in that British title fight without Ben. So I'm extremely thankful to him. And being in this situation in the new gym around good fighters, you know, you've got Josh Taylor, he's got all the belts, his weight, Ian McGregor coming through for a world title. We've got um, Mark Dickinson just made his debut looking great, and uh, Will Corley. And um, we've got the twins who just come back from the Olympics, um, Leo Delanger. We've got some really good kids in there, Shabazz Masood, you know, all in one gym, all in one under one roof. And um, you couldn't get a better stable in the country, in my opinion. And we've got Lee Wiley and the video analysis. Like we've got we've just got everything covered. And there's no excuses not getting the job done, you know, with the setup we've got. Pay-per-view on the zone, like it's a massive night. Does that make it even more exciting to know that, you know, you're gonna have support out, out well outside the arena as well, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, um I sold some of my supporters t-shirts a few months ago and they got sent all around the world. It was crazy. I sent them to Ireland into uh, Conlon's hometown in fact so um, you know I've got support all over it's nice to have and um, my profile has pretty much doubled if not more since my last fight as well and again you know Conlon's got a massive following and um, doing number on him and my, my profile is going to grow again and it needs to keep growing because this city ground fight it's big numbers you know you're talking like 30,000 at the forest ground if not more with the pitch so I need to make sure my profiles keep growing, and especially in my own city of Nottingham as well. How hard is it not to look beyond the next fight then? Because you, you've got a goal, obviously you want to get there. How hard is it not to get ahead of yourself? Yeah, I'm just concentrating fight by fight. I always have. I've always done that. Um, you can't get ahead of yourself. Um, it's one of them where if you look at something else and you're not concentrating on what you should be concentrating on, it can slip away. But all my focus is always on my opponent at the time. I never focus on my next opponent, even the golden contract, um, even the British title. Like everything else can just disappear into the bliss if you're not concentrating on your next fight. And a lot of people make that mistake. Um, like I said, I've had a good schooling from Brendan Ingle, you know, about how hard it is to become champion, how hard it is to keep it. And all these things I don't forget because it's drilled into me from a young age. So I know, like, I need to be on it. I know I need to be focused. I know I need to be. Um, giving more than what I gave for my last fight. You know, fighting for a world title, you're up for it. I know how I felt fighting for a world title back in summer. So I know what's going through is it. I know what he's prepared to give. I know where he's prepared to go. And um, I'm prepared to go one more in every area. So it's March the 12th. 
the same day Forest play Reading, get a few Forest fans down as well, I suppose. That'd be make it the perfect day, wouldn't it? Absolutely. You know, I've waited a long time to um to to have my entrance with the Mullock entire track. I should have done it in Nottingham, but I didn't know there was that much of a forest presence, but there was a massive forest presence and they were singing Mullock and Tyre. Um when they before they announced the winner, possibly I might have a double a double entrance track of that to start to warm the fans. See how many forests are there. Let's talk forest then, um, briefly. Last time you came on, it was under Chris Hewton. It was a bit miserable. You did a good job of talking up, but it was a bit miserable. It's not now. You were at the Arsenal game. How much do you enjoy that? How much are you enjoying yeah. Forest at the moment? Did you, there, did you see me there or not? No, I've seen you. Yeah. I knew you were there. I've seen fans had photos with you and everything, yeah. Yeah, so a um, bit, bit good, to be honest, mate, because I stayed for the first half and a little bit of the second half. Obviously, I have to come back to Essex in the evening. Mm. Um, I'm training early Monday morning, and so I can't get back late. I can't can't take the piss basically so I thought I really want to go but I can't stay the whole game so I went for the first half <laughs> a little bit of second half and then put the radio on in the car um, coming back but yeah I missed I missed the uh, Gavin's goal but yeah I mean even the first half thought was playing really well um, the chance around the arena was amazing the atmosphere was great really good game and I'm glad I went even though it went for the full game that's my dog as well you can hear us she's been she's been snoring <laughs> she snores <laughs> He snores through two doors and you can hear on. <laughs> but yes, me, um Forest are doing really well under here. And I mean, I think Spence is great, makes a massive difference. Um Grabman's looking good as well. Um all the kids uh like Warrell Warrell as well was playing well. And from what I've seen, obviously I didn't see the full game, but yeah, I mean I'm excited for the future. It's the first time I've had to, had to say that. I've been able to say that for a long time before us. We always get ahead of ourselves and dream of promotion, but do you think it might be the year for at least the playoffs, maybe? Super Cooper, mate. I think so. I think so, yeah. What have you made of Cooper then? I mean, Hewton was a good guy, but Cooper feels like he's changed the club to you? Yeah, I mean, just look at the results. I mean, it's hard. It, obviously, he needs to sustain it. He needs to keep it up. Um, because sometimes you get a new manager, everyone's eager to impress you, you know what it's like. When when a club gets a new manager, the book is the odds are on them winning the next game because the players barely pick themselves up and you know. But um, from what I've heard, the club and the players have been able to express themselves and enjoy the football. You need to be enjoy what you're doing. If you if you're miserable in any element of life, what you're doing, you're not going to get the best out of yourself. So I think the players are enjoying themselves a bit more. They've been allowed to express themselves and play how they want to play to a certain to a certain aspect of it, as well as. Um, stick to game plans set by him so yeah I mean I think um, I think we could hit playoffs well, You mentioned Spence there I mean I don't know how much you've seen of them is he the one that's probably stood out for you the most Jed Spence or is there someone else? I think it's been a a contribution of a few players everyone's just kind of been lifted with the spirits of the club since the change um, everyone you know everyone's really played a lot better um, Spence uh, Colback uh, war the other day and then across the board everyone's still a lot happier and playing a lot better but yeah I think he's made the biggest difference in my opinion um, and I was a bit worried if we didn't lose him earlier yeah <laughs> I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's silly I'm not sure how long he's here for I know he's here for the season he's here for the season don't worry um, so lastly then I suppose the next dream for you after the fight would probably be parade the title belt around the stadium in, in front of the Forest fans would it? it would uh, absolutely be Amazing to come back to the club with my belt. All being well, I'm going to be doing that. And hopefully, 
go to announce a big fight for the summertime if we can get a, a bit of fast turnaround, you know, March 12th, April, May, June, July, possibly. You know, I don't mind going straight back in the gym after this fight to make a big fight in the post ground. Um, but we'll see what happens, you know. I need a little bit of luck. Other things have to line up. Opponents have to line up. Uh, the slots have to line up. Uh, the club have to agree. There's so many things to, to make it work, but um, I think... It could be, it could be the year it can happen. How close did you get to it happening? I mean, I guess Eddie Hearn or his people sat down and made some inquiries with the club, did they? I think there was a conversation. Um, Eddie mentioned it to myself. I said basically, people sit outside for football all year round. It's a little bit longer with the boxing. Obviously, you need the canopy as well. There's a lot more that goes into it, but I think from a point of view as well, from a business point of view, is my profile is quite a lot bigger, but I think it does need to be a little bit bigger. And there's nothing like building it than this fight and looking good in this fight. Uh, tickets aren't on sale yet, are they? I don't think. But they're pretty it's confident they'll nice. go fast. Yeah, I mean, um, the box office goes on sale within a week or so, two weeks. Got some pre- press conferences coming up in Nottingham on Wednesday, Ireland on Thursday. Um, we have got loads of tickets at Blueprint Nottingham coming in a week as well. If people want to grab them from there, the standard tickets. Um, t- people have ordered tickets myself the ringside have gone I don't know if I'm going to get any more I've had a massive um, response for support for tickets and um, you know wishing me well and I just want to say thank you to everyone that's took the time to message me or order tickets or or going to go to box office and buy tickets and come and support on the night Michael Collins thinks he's going to bring uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of Irish people over and take over the Nottingham Arena that's not going to happen. You know, the Nottingham people aren't, aren't going to let that happen. So come and be part of it. Come and make some noise and let's see this challenger off. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Well, we wish you loads of luck, although I'm, not, I'm sure you don't need it. But thanks for joining us, Lee. Massively appreciate it. And hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thank you for listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah.